Okay, welcome to another episode of Counterweight, and this week we are going to try to talk about Susie and Freedom, which is a, another game by Colunio, also known as uh, Niccolo Choud. I'm probably pronouncing that all wrong, which is really great for me, considering I've really been talking about his games quite, for quite some time. And uh, Eric, uh, this was my idea, wasn't it? I persuaded you to play it. Yeah, you did. So, good job, Joel. <laughs> So um, let's uh, before we get into the game, I think we should probably spend a moment to talk about uh, uh, Nikolaou's back catalogue. Um, so have you played any of uh, his previous games? I don't believe so, no. So so this is my first Kaluno uh, 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 experience, as it were. Right. So, I mean, the, the, first, the first thing, uh, I mean, I'm, my, my site still gets hits for it, but the first game I played of his really was Marvel Brothel. And I think I was the first person to really write about it properly. So uh, I think it was fairly unknown at the time. And of course, as a result of me writing about it, uh, Marvel found out about it and took it down. So uh, that is just like a straightforward. It's more or less, um, it's, it's, it's a little tight kind of gameplay loop of essentially trying to match Marvel superhero prostitutes to um, patrons. And... It's it's a it's a lot about numbers and it tries to make you do kind of calculations in your head and it's got a lot of kind of weird narrative inventiveness about it and so that was the thing that I found uh, that rubbed off of me quite quite nicely, um, uh, um, but uh, that tends to get written about and talked about in sort of more like um, <clears throat> you know um, not mocking tones but it's like like always oh, just a joke that game has like thirty levels or something and I played through all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um did you win some popcorn for that or something <laughs> no i actually failed the end of the game because um as we're probably going to get into um some of colonio's um uh gameplay decisions sometimes render his games pretty hard for the audience and i did yeah. manage to get to the end of that game but i'd built up in such a way where i don't think it was really possible to finish um and you know to to redo that game from the start, my heart wasn't in it. He did send me a save file, uh, saying this is this would you can win the game with this save file. But I don't know, I just couldn't do it. And then we have um, uh, Beautiful Escape Dungeoneer, which is the one I think he's much more well known for, which he won um, an award at uh, I think it was Game Music Brazil a couple of years back. What was it last year? I don't remember. Uh, which is about um, a sociopath um, who's in a club of other sociopaths who basically uh, capture people to torture them and uh, to drive them to a point between madness and death. And that's pretty good. (laughs) Um, I think uh, I really, really do like that game, particularly the ending. It's actually a pretty short game. um, And some people find it quite difficult as with most of uh, Colonial's mechanics, but um, that holds together pretty well, even though it, that the core of it, its game is tower defense. Uh, in done in RPG Maker, <clears throat> and then we had Polymorphous Perversity, which is his uh, sex game, which had more mixed uh, a mixed reaction, to be honest. Um, and 
there you've got the combat has been reskinned as 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 sex basically between you and whoever you come across and that's that doesn't doesn't work too badly uh, although uh, if you don't quite get how it works you can probably spend um too many hours just grinding and trying to fix trying not not be able to work out how you can game that system properly i think amanda lands just sort of gave up in the game because she just couldn't figure out how to get better at it um i don't think that's a slur in her own life you know uh, it means it has anything to do that if you're bad at sex in the game it doesn't mean anything about real life um probably probably the reverse i think that's yeah i think that's true of a lot of things with games <laughs> um so anyway, uh, that brings us on to... I think he, uh, done a few bits and pieces. There was a police called Depression he did early in the year. Um, and But this is, a, this is a bigger piece called Susie and Freedom, which is inspired by a real murder, although it's not meant to be, uh, you know, uh, based on the actual story. So I convinced you to play this, so I'm going to have to ask you for your um, raw opinion. I, uh, well... Uh... I didn't like it, but I admired some of what it was trying to do. Um, I, I just feel like, you know, from, from the point of view that from someone who has never played uh, one of uh, his games before, um, I, I didn't really know what to expect. And I thought it was just going to be a straightforward, you know, go through the story kind of game. And, and then you get the first um, platform puzzle and I wanted to, to throw my computer out a window. Uh, <laughs> it's it's. I don't know exactly what to make of the game part of the game because uh, it's 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 I, I'm going to be kind of mean. It's incompetently done, but I'm not sure if that's intentional or not. Uh, and and I say that because it's made an RPG maker, and what he is able to do in RPG maker is frankly astonishing i mean you know the 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 one part of the game that that gave me trouble first up was the side scrolling beat em up part which is kind of like you know the sort of uh, uh weird homage to like a double dragon or something yeah. and then which which was you know badly it seemed like it was badly programmed to me i, I don't know if it actually was or not because i'm not a programmer um, and then you get to the first uh, jumping puzzle and, you know, the, the controls are, are frankly terrible and there's no way to turn around and you just kind of fall all the time. And um, it wasn't that the puzzle itself was so difficult. It was just that the experience of playing this was was so horrible that I, I didn't want to continue. And actually, I had to have um, a friend <laughs> finish it for me so that I could actually see the murder part of the game. Um so I think in one sense it's it's a technical achievement because what he can get out of RPG Maker is is, is so interesting and so you know frankly astonishing. I I, I never anticipated anybody getting a, a side-scrolling uh, jumping puzzle out of RPG Maker, but on the other hand, it's just not executed well. So for me, it's it's I'm of two minds about it, and I, I don't know um, exactly what to think about it. But I think on the whole, the game you know sort of fails because of that i don't know if that's that's too harsh but <laughs> well I, I, this goes i mean there's uh, uh colonia has a history of making mechanics which um often he's quite surprised that people have problems with and then um he says well i thought this was pretty easy uh it happened with i think with marvel brothel i think a lot of people are having difficulties getting towards the end of the, getting through to the end of the game 
because um, you basically have to jump through some hoops to be able to get to the, to the end of the game. And he thought it was quite easy, but it, it does require a bit more thought about the numbers. And I think Kalunu is all about the numbers and, 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 and the mechanical details in a way. Um, and there was a similar issues with, of course, polymorphous perversity, where, you know, some people like just couldn't could not figure out how to do the sex. You know, I, I don't know how I'm supposed to do this. I just seem to fail all the time. And which is also know, kind of like real life sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Um, but if you, you know, if you kind of get into the the right mindset, suddenly it starts to starts to you know come together and i and i really got into polymorphous perversity's sex game and i I didn't mind it too much at all i mean it didn't offend me even though you have to um you have to do it so many times in that game i mean literally those combat it's happened so much and i i kind of uh i kind of got into the into the groove of it and but if you don't it's like you know it'll just throw you off Uh, you know it's like a, a bucking bronco you'll just get um thrown across the room crack your head open and all right, I'm not doing that again. Um, but I would agree uh, more with Susie and Freedom that uh, <clears throat> I think we'll get into more details of, of, of the game itself in a little, little, little while. Let's try and keep it more spoiler-free to begin with. Um, <clears throat> the first game, which is like you said, like the, it's like the fighting game. Um, I could not get through that. Oh my yeah. god! I spent so many times again, 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 and I got better at it. But it was always at this point where I seemed to be there were too many people around me, and I just couldn't manage to uh, hit them. You know, I'd, I'd hit some people; they'd hit me in the back, and then I'd um, you'd use your power up. But the power up often made things worse in a strange way. It would I would get my health back, but then it seemed like I couldn't hit anybody. Right, um, and so. Then I found out that uh, there was an updated version. I downloaded that and played that instead. Oh, I got through it in like one go. So uh, I, there was definitely something there. It was too hard. And I'll be honest, the jumping puzzle didn't cause me any problems. The, that's, that's the one where you're just going up, right? Yeah, that's when we're going up. Um, it's interesting because I think that the, the fighting part for me, um, I played the updated version. I, I, so I never played the older version. I, I think what happened with that was he, he made it, uh, half as, half as long. Um, yeah. and frankly, I thought it was too long even now. So I mean, like <laughs> to have, to have that part of the game be twice as long, I, I think just frankly terrifies me. Um, but it's, it's, it, it, and this is the reason why I say like, I'm not sure if it's like incompetently programmed or not, because it seems to me that, um, especially with the fighting part, uh, the, the characters, your opponents don't necessarily move unless you move and they don't get close or at least they don't get closer to you unless you move. And also, um, if you get too close to them, there's apparently no way for you to hit them, but they can hit you over and over and over again. And so it seems to me like the best way to get through the fighting part was just to spam the attack button and be really careful not to get too close to them, which I guess is kind of like real life in a way, but it doesn't make for an extremely fluid experience. And I think, you know, you know, you know, I didn't necessarily have problems with the fighting part. It took me maybe three times to get through it. Um, I could not for the life of me get through the jumping parts. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I think what, what, what it comes down to really is not that it's too hard or too easy, but that um, it doesn't feel good and, and it doesn't feel fluid and it doesn't feel like um, it, it feels like the game is fighting against you in a lot of ways. And that might be interesting, but it doesn't, 
strike me as done well in this game. I think, um, I mean, I don't know. I've always had the feeling that uh, Colonia has never really done much in the way of um, uh, testing uh, with uh, other players. I mean, I think Polymorphous Perversity definitely went through a beta testing phase, and that was to calibrate um, uh, how the game measured players. Um, and I think you might have got some feedback from that. But I think generally um, Coludio's uh, testers are, are basically his crowd on RPG on the RPG uh, Maker.net website, and they are his testers. Um, so I think it, he will calibrate this game to himself. That's that's the only person you've got to play it, right? And I think he tunes them up so they become quite challenging um but even then he thinks it's still <laughs> too too easy because he can just breeze through it and i have uh, i have a feeling he has he has some uh, superhuman game skills or something that if, if you get him in on, on like um you know some some old arcade from the 70s he'd probably just uh breeze through it until level 208 or something <laughs> yeah but, um he does like to uh, up the challenge a bit and there is this thing he he likes with term, in terms of um, games have to have some sort of mechanical challenge to them. Uh, I don't think he's particularly happy with having a game which is just a bunch of cutscenes, um, and he there's got to be some sort of game in there. And so you end up with this as a fight scene, then there's a sort of jumping scene and that sort of thing. And um, well, I there think- were. There were some game parts of the game that I liked. I, I quite liked the part where you're writing the paper, for example. Um, yeah. You know, it, it was very simple. It was just you're sitting at a computer and you have to press a random number key each time. And that finishes 1% of the paper. And certainly it was tedious and certainly it took a long time. And it was very slow because each time you're um, pressing a number key, you're, you're typing for, you know, five or 10 seconds. So to finish the entire 100% of the paper, which I, I assume you could do, because I didn't do it because I eventually got up and snuck out of the house. Sure. Um, but that that I found, you know, was was challenging in a way that didn't uh, it was challenging intellectually and it was challenging to my, um, you know, challenging to my patience. But it wasn't necessarily frustrating in a way that the jumping or the fighting puzzles were. And so, you know, I, I don't know that uh, I, 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 I get that I, I, I agree with. Uh, I agree with him that, you know, I don't necessarily want to play a game, quote unquote, that just is a bunch of cutscenes. Um, if I wanted to do that, I would, you know, just play Final Fantasy. But, um, you know, I think that uh, having such an explicit sort of, well, a game is a thing that has jumping puzzles. And it's like, well, you know, not necessarily. I mean, you know, to me, it would be sort of akin to, uh, you know, putting it, a game has to have uh, something in the game which um, arises sort of organically out of the action as opposed to the other way around, I think. And so, you know, putting a putting a jumping uh, platforming puzzle part into this game um, and kind of tying it together in some really, I mean, frankly, you know, uh, half ass fashion about love is 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 kind of it's kind of a hand wavy thing that, well, that doesn't really add much to the game. That's, that's kind of a point when I went, when I went to the, went to the make that I think what's happened here, that there are certain parts, certain game parts, which are, they're sort of like, they're just like um, reskinned mechanics. Here's a, here's a game you might've played before and I'm going to cast it 
into this story and you know it'll it'll mean something but there's also other parts which are actually the mechanic is very closely tied to the meaning of the game and those are the bits that work the 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 little fight scene seems like a bit <clears throat> it it just seems sort of uh, unnecessary in a strange way. It's like it's it's a fight scene because it's something to do, but it doesn't actually really seem to be that important. And there's the jumping scene, which is, which to me, like uh, I've had this problem with one-on-one story because it's a bit like it takes a simple platformer and just takes every mechanic and says it's got something to do with a relationship. You know, I I I I chased her across the, you know, from one one side of the level to the other because she was moving away from me or something like that. You know, I can't remember the specifics, but it all seemed a bit like, well, you know, you've just got a platform and you've just simply said you're calling it a relationship thing. But all I can see here is a platformer with some words on the screen. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't mean anything to me. And I think that's what happened with like this um, climbing puzzle, for example. It's like, oh, well, you know, they're trying to reach love together. It, it's, it's just not working. It's just a platformer and you're trying to shoehorn it into meaning something. And you know what? We've seen platformers too much. If it was a new mechanic, we'd never seen it before. We'd maybe make an association better, but it just doesn't work. But then you get on to, for example, um, trying not to give too much away yet, but the, um, the sort of almost like the dating segment where you're the dialogue, right? You have to choose to convince somebody to do something. Yeah. And that works really well. And that's actually, you know, a t- page out of Beautiful Escape because Beautiful Escape is all about that sort of dialogue. And that works really well because it's very tied into the story. Uh, similarly, the there's um oh is it the in a way the the scene in the bedroom later um, um, that particular bit and the exam piece you're talking about those work really well uh, because they're very tied into what the game is trying to say to you. Um, and Kaluni is very much focused on mechanics. He, he does like to make mechanics which try to evoke something in the player, like in um, Beautiful Escape. He always he said to me before that um, to actually make some of the traps in the game work on people, uh, like drowning or something like that, you actually have to press the keys pretty rapidly, particular sets of keys rapidly to make them work. And he wanted people to feel that they were actually doing the torture, that it wasn't just a you know, a standoffish thing where you press a button and something happens. But no, you actually have to torture somebody. And I think, you know, some of that, you can see some of that happening in this game as well, like in the exam section. But then you've yeah. got the jumping section and you just, you don't feel it. Yeah, and I think, I think you know, I want to pick up on something you said a little bit earlier, I think especially with, with, uh, with the platforming section of the game. Um, and actually there's two platforming sections of the game, which, hey, all right, great. Uh, you know, that, that, that it's not only the fact that the, the platforming sections feel, feel sort of shoehorned in, and this is something that we've seen, you know, before. I mean, we've all played Mario Brothers. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's also that they're, they're not very well done platforming sections. And again, I don't know if that's intentional or not, but the characters are very let in. Um, they don't move very well. Um, and, and in general, I find playing side scrolling platformers on a PC with a keyboard, just it, it just terrible in general. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, if you're going to give me a platforming section of a game, at least make it a good one. And, this is not a good one, um, and the puzzle itself is not that difficult. But it's the the, the controls are so bad that I, I I had no patience to even figure out the puzzle. <laughs> um, 
But I think that, like you said, that the part of the game where you're trying to convince someone to do something works very well, for example, because it's it's picking up on knowledge that you have. It's sort of um, making you complicit in this action. It's, uh, uh, you know, sort of putting you in the head, making you think about what this person would actually say or what this person would have to say to make this person do this thing. Um, and we're probably going to have to stop dancing around it at some point soon and just say exactly what you're trying to make this person do. But you know, and, 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 you know, I think it's, it, it works very, very well, um, because it, it doesn't rely on mechanics that we've seen a lot before. Uh, it relies on mechanics that are done very well and it relies on information and sort of an intuition in a way that I find very interesting. I think, um, one of the things that, uh, one of the responses that, um, Colonial made after hearing some of the complaints about the game, uh, cause there were quite a few, um, was that um, that he thought he felt that, that when people are interested in a story, they're not willing to fight through, a, you know, they're not, that people are annoyed by gameplay when they want to read a good story. And I, I'm, I half agree with it and I half don't. Yeah, obviously, I, I half agree with it because if the mechanics are too annoying, then it really shows up the game too much. Like you're like, well, I'm kind of interested to find out what's going to happen, but I just, you, you're not letting me, see what's interesting behind the door here and but at the same time um you know a a bad a bad game is a bad game right so it's it's like it could just be the fact that even if it is if it was like some gameplay which was only like moderately challenging you'd, you'd still be okay playing it for 10 minutes if it was kind of entertaining if you know what i mean yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, I think that 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 statement by him was it was a bit of a cop out. I mean, it was sort of like, I'm going to take my ball and go home a little bit. It was it was, uh, you know, it, it it's one thing to have a, a, a part of a, of a of a story based game, because, again, they're really the only the only reason to play this game is is, is the story. Um, well, maybe not the only reason. I'm sure there are masochists out there that would love the platforming sections. But, you know, and so for me, it's it's that, again, it's not that the platforming or fighting sections are there. It's that they're just not, they're not executed very well. And so if they controlled well, if they felt more organic, if they felt more fluid, um, I necessarily, if they were, if they were fun, you know, they're, 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 there's that terrible word, um, or if they were in any way challenging, but not challenging because I f- you feel like you're fighting against the controls or fighting against the game, but challenging because it's, 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 it's just challenging, right? Mm. Um, that, that, that would be something else if there was something interesting going on in those experiences, but there just, there just isn't. And so it just kind of, it grinds the game to a halt, not because it's a challenging part of the game, but because it's sort of just not done well. Um, in the same way that, you know, if you're watching a, a film and there's a boring part of the film, you know, it's not, be, you know, it, it, it grinds to a halt because it's boring, not because it's something different from what you've been seeing, you know? Hmm. So I think we've been talking about this uh, 20 minutes, something like 20 minutes now. So should we uh, uh, go into like a spoiler section and just start talking about the story and everything? Yeah. Okay. Spoiler warnings, everybody. Drop, drop the podcast now. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> don't unsubscribe that's not what i mean uh okay so uh the game um is just about these uh people three people get together and um so it's two people get together right it's a it's a dan and susie they they get into a some sort of relationship and end up conspiring to kill her parents 
Um, and how did you think that that worked? I thought it was it was fine. You know, like I I I think that um, I was a little unclear about exactly sort of the the sequence of events in the game a little bit. I mean, I you know, like like uh, Kalua said, it was. Um, you know, kind of a, a, a not exactly uh, true to life. I mean, I think he definitely took some of the facts of the case and, um, you know, extrapolated out based on certain things, based on perhaps his own experiences, based on, you know, what he thought the relationship was, where relationships come from. You know, I, he, he's obviously trying to say something about something, but, you know, we can get into that. Um, I think it was, I think it was done as well as it could have been done. And I think, you know, the, the, the moment where the murder is first brought to attention or sort of brought to light yeah. is very shocking and it very much comes out of left field. But I think that that's probably, that's probably a, a, a good way for that to have gone. And I think yeah. it's, it's a, it's an interesting way for that to have gone. Right. Mm. I think I, I, I quite liked, I mean, in a way I wonder if I was too, I was being, what's the word, um, easy on the game in a way because I know of Kalunio's previous work and I know the way he works. Um, now, I, I think in terms of his dialogue, sometimes there's always a little bit of, um, you know, um, I mean, he's Brazilian, so it's not, English is not his first language. Um, and I, I often, you know, I, I give him uh, um, a pass in certain respects. Um, so when I was playing this, I took on board the dialogue and the narrative and generally I, I kind of I can see what he's trying to do most of the time even though at times I think uh, I, I just overlook something which might have normally bugged me in some other game because I know him fairly well and uh, you can see that you know certain dialogue which you could take out of context and say okay well, how do you think this is being read someone might not be able to figure out how this dialogue is supposed to be be interpreted you know how you're supposed to hear it and I think that sometimes is a problem with RPG maker games. When you have a game that's so focused on dialogue, you've just got the text. And there's no, you've got no ability to color it with a sort of inflection or whatever. You have to get it right in those words. And I, and I wonder um, if everybody hears the, the words that were meant the way they were meant to be heard. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do know what you mean. And I think to, to some degree, you know, I think the game does fail a little bit in that but not not to the degree that i think it's 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 anything that's terrible i mean there's only honestly there's only so much you can do with rpg maker in general right and there's only so much you can do with these types of um these types of of experiences and these types of 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 telling story in in dialogue um in a game like this you know it it is always going to be a little stilted it is it is it is it is always going to be a little unreal but I think it works for this game in particular because it is such a strange story and it is such a strange out of left field experience for, for the player to be having. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I've certainly never murdered anyone or, 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 or conspired to murder anyone. I mean, I, I can't speak for you, Joel, and, and now may be the time to, can't, to come clean. Uh, the uh, but, be the time to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think it, in, in that sense, it does work because it, it adds an air of, of, of what the hell am I reading? Like what, you know, what, what exactly is going on now? You know, this, this is very strange, um, kind of experience that I had. Yeah. I mean, there's some really nice moments in it. At the start, I wasn't sure. 
I knew where this was sort of going at the start, but I didn't know, like, how is this going to develop? Because it starts off so, you know, normal, if you want to put it that way, right? It's, it's this guy playing with a, with a, with a plane <clears throat> in, in, a, in a park. And I really wasn't sure, well, how does this tie into the plot, <laughs> considering that it's about a murder at some point? And, um, um, but, you know, it, it kind of kind of pulls you in slowly. You know, it's like it's just, all right, we're going to just, you know, go with this. He's these people. It's just trying to set a scene. and um, But there are some lovely moments scattered all the way through it. Like um, I remember when after the, the murder is, is committed and Chris walks into the room, he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. That was, that was great. You know, it was just deliberately like, you know, then we have to have the flashback to explain it. But I'd love that just dropping him in there, you know, and deliberately to to surprise the plane too i guess you didn't expect this guy coming into the room yeah and i also i also like the the part of the game where you're downstairs and it's telling you to to, to clean up you know and I, I just sort of like scrub the floor and you, you murder your parents well you don't murder your parents but um that you know the two guys murder her, her parents and um you know they're upstairs and, and they murder them in their bed and then uh, you know, she's downstairs kind of scrubbing the floor for no reason. And the police yeah. even comment on that, which I kind of liked as well. Like it was almost <laughs> like a joke, like, uh, what the hell did you think you were doing exactly? I don't know. Um, I mean, I like that. It was like, it felt so ineffectual. Like, am I doing this right? I'm, I'm doing something, but is, am I, you know? Yeah. And that, and I think maybe that's one of the, you know, one of the only problems I have with the game aside from the, the platforming, you know, and sort of fighting sections is um, when you are trying to convince him to murder your parents, it's like, if you don't do it, it's like, nope, you got to do it. So do it again. And it's like, um, all right. I mean, I understand why he did that because this is the story that he was telling and um, it did actually happen. So I feel like, but I, but I feel like kind of, you know, uh, that was l- that was more of trial and error than it perhaps should have been. I think if he had um, been able to develop the relationship between these two characters a little bit more and perhaps allow the player into their heads a little bit more, it would have been easier to convince him because as it is, you don't really get a lot of information to go on. And I kind of get what he was doing because these are, you know, obviously these are teenagers or at least the one girl is a teenager. I don't know about the guy. Um, he has a full beard, but perhaps a lot of men and a lot of teenagers in Brazil have full beards. I don't know. Um, that, that, uh, they're very masculine is what I'm saying. Uh, that, you know, you know, it's a very, it's a very superficial relationship. It's a very immature relationship. So I kind of feel like, I wasn't exactly sure how to get him to, 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 to agree to murder her parents. And I had to yeah. do it again, which was kind of annoying, but you know, it is what it is. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I must, cause I've already been through this mechanic in beautiful escape. So I was kind of used to it. Um, and it, in fact, the, how well you're doing in the conversation is flagged much more clearly, I think in a way than it is in beautiful escape, which is a little bit more subtle, um, which I think takes more of the, frustration out of it because at least you can note down the answers which work answers it didn't yeah and, and, and trust me right I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say this right when it came to the question uh, when he said you know when you say something like um dan says like what did uh what you know you don't know how bad it is and he says well what does he do and then <laughs> you've got three choices right he he's like he it's like he scolds me he beats me or he rapes me you know which one are you going to pick there right well, I, I immediately went for rape. Exactly. That you knew you would go for, go straight for that one. 
Uh, it's just, um, it's very interesting that you know you're just playing a, such a strong manipulation game. There, that, that, that's that, it's a very interesting dialogue. It's constant manipulation from start to finish. It doesn't even matter what the truth is, right? Every yeah, yeah, just... yeah. I think that's interesting. I think it, you know, in a way, um, that was probably the best part of the game, the the, the game that, that sort of gelled the best because that was the part of the game where it was really about, you know, you are playing a game, but also she is playing a game with him. Like she doesn't care about him. She doesn't care about her parents. You know, she thinks that this is all just a game. She maybe she doesn't even realize that this is actually happening. Who who knows? I mean, you know, this is sort of like um, I remember reading this article. Um, uh, Zadie Smith, you know, the, the, uh, 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 author who wrote, uh, what did she write? I think, um, a couple of books, I'm not sure. Um, and, and she wrote this big long article about, uh, about Facebook, um, in the New York review of books a couple of years ago and about how, uh, you know, you see teenagers who are friends with other teenagers who have died and they sort of write on their wall, like things like, Oh, you know, miss you. can't wait to see you again. You know? And she's like, do they even realize that they're dead? Like, you know, like she was, she was shocked by this. And I think in, in, I bring this up because in a similar way, you know, I think there's a, there's an unreality to the situation, which is like, does this, does Susie actually realize what she's, talking her boyfriend into doing i mean is this real life to her and are her parents real to her and i think there's a there's a there's a there's a a level to which you know when you are a teenager your parents aren't real people and so you don't even realize that they can die or not um and i think there's some of that as well in the game which i think is interesting Mm. i mean it's interesting it seems like three damaged characters here right susie is a little bit crazy sociopathic in some sense um dan seems to be he has some sort of hole in his life. It's not quite clear where that comes from, but it seems like the fact that he could be convinced into this suggests that he was looking for someone to tell him what to do sort of thing. Yeah, he uh, seems he seems lonely, in fact, yeah. really. Uh, and Chris was in some... just screwed up, really, right? And he was, he was kind of... In a strange way, he was forced into it, right? He had to be convinced as well. Yeah, and I think also the game the game does do a good job of of setting up the fact that that Chris needs money, you know, and so there's yeah. some there's some element to there to that as well, um, you know. The the one thing that I think is 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 interesting that we haven't talked about though yet is is the the drug aspect of the game because uh, the, all three characters are, are doing this drug called Spice, which I think is some sort of synthetic marijuana. I'm not sure. Um, what 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 is that? Do you think like what what's <laughs> what's going on there? Uh, I think it's just, well, I don't know exactly what it is, but um, I just got the impression, whatever it is, it's supposed to be, uh, you know, messing around with the mind a bit too much, or allowing thoughts to um, come through, which normally would be held back. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I think I, it's I, almost I, like, when, to be honest, it seemed like when Susie took drugs, that's the point at which she broke uh, in, a, in, a, in an odd way. That's the point where she suddenly realized... That's what I need to do. I need to get away from you. I need to be free. Um, yeah, and it's a little strange, right? Because I mean, I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily how drugs work on the mind. I mean, I, I think that's the general popular conception that you take drugs and then you go crazy and do crazy things that you would never do otherwise. But I don't know that that's exactly how that actually works. Yeah, maybe the problem is that it, it, it it's a little bit. It's not really dressed up as a cause and effect type thing. Uh, more of a, it's it's more of like a, an element of the background. Uh, it, it's it, but um, 
it depends on how closely you read it. It does look a little bit like Susie is okay prior to to taking drugs, and afterwards she kind of loses it. But, yeah. Um, maybe we needed a bit, you know. But if you weren't looking that closely at it, you might not have noticed if you just like breezed through it and just felt it was a, 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 a one ingredient in the recipe. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, sure. And I mean, obviously, you know, Susie as a character doesn't seem um, totally uh, uh, under her own power or, or of her own volition mm-hmm. at any point in the game because, you know, her father's sort of bossing around and telling her to, to, to write this paper. Um, she doesn't really seem all that excited about being into uh, law school, which is, you know, I guess a big deal. And, and you know, then, of course, afterwards, she's sort of bossing her boyfriend around, but in a <laughs> way, you know, in, in, in a weird way, she's still a under control of, of, of him in some way, some respects, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love how stupid they are though. I love the fact that they are all so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I can do this. I saw CSI. I mean, absolutely. That's just great. And um, I, and I didn't, I didn't pick that choice at first because i thought oh that's completely uh uh unconvincing like what you know i if someone told me oh don't worry about this i can murder this person and get away with it because i watched csi i would say what are you talking about but that that's the part in the in the, in the conversation where like he really gets m- the most convinced yeah which is which is kind of crazy <laughs> i mean that tells you the level of these but they're not they're not sophisticated you know right. it's like they just Oh well, we can move, and we just like clean up a bit, and it will be fine. And then go around driving in a big bike. <laughs> just where did the money come for that then? Uh, yeah, and then of course, and then of course, at the very end of the game, uh, you know, one of the last scenes, um, which is Susie being interrogated by the the detective, and you know, he sort of it, it's like there's no contest. I mean, she is uh, going to be uh, put into a trap by this guy. He is a professional that knows what he's doing, and none of the choices really seem to have any effect whatsoever on what's happening. It's just mm. that he already knows what's happening, and he's just letting her dig her own grave in effect, um, which I thought was an interesting choice as well. Yeah, I think um, it, it, it is strange. Right? You 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 lose you lose your agency as the game progresses in a strange way. I mean, it just it doesn't really give the player that much agency anyway. But there is something about towards the end of the game. All I can remember in my head is cutscenes, and I guess that's kind of emblematic of what the game is trying to say. You know, there there isn't actually any freedom at the end of this. Yeah, and it could even it could even be the the case that you know there, there's no freedom in the game because there was no freedom um, with these characters. You know, maybe there's there's some sort of you know uh, uh, thing here about we're all slaves to our own circumstances or something. I mean, certainly Chris is a slave to his circumstance because he's owing money to bad people and he's he's a drug addict or whatever. Um, you know, I, we don't really know that much about uh, Dan. That's his name, right, Dan? Yeah, I think um, it is. I haven't actually <laughs> checked, but it's the one in my head. He, he yeah he's he is the most uh, uh sort of unknown of the three characters I yeah. think in a way and we don't know that much about him I mean he seems like a lonely guy and he sort of is giving planes to you know to children he doesn't know in the park but aside from that we don't know all that much about him and uh, you know Susie is the one that I think we know probably the 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 the, the most about or the second most about so in a, in a weird way um you know Dan is almost kind of a a, a player substitute in in some respects yeah. The um, there's some of the other aspects that were pretty good. I, I liked some of the the effects, um, which uh, towards the end, um, like you know when they're at the beach, 
Uh, it seems to be the beach. Uh, and then it glitches for a second into the house. Yeah. And um, I like that because it just shows you this completely... It's it's what, what, you know, it's what Susie wanted to be, but it's not... You know, it's fake. You know, I right. love that, that little glitch. Of course, it, it switches back to the home shortly afterwards when there's someone knocking at the door. But just that glitch is just a lovely little, little um, you know... Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, it, it's giving the player uh, you know, a hint of what's going on here, and also the um, the closing in walls as the game progresses. Then, as they, they as as their options are running out. Yeah, there's a there's an inevitability to the to yeah. that part of the game where it's sort of just rushing to the end. Um, and I think in a similar way, when they find the bodies and the detective is first there, you know, there's that great, um, line where, uh, uh, Susie sort of says, Oh, well, when can I sell the house? <laughs> and so I think, and so, so to me, it's sort of like the, the, the transparency of the whole thing is, is interesting because, you know, the beach turning into the house and sort of the, the closing in of the walls and everything like we know where this is going. And I think the detective knows where it's going as well. And it's all about how, how can we, you know, I think sort of in, in some way, uh, you know, Colunio is sort of saying, Oh, how can I make transparency interesting? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so I like that. Um, there was also the, the kind of like the reverse climb. <laughs> so there was the platforming section at the end of the game, which I must admit, the, the, the section going up early in the start didn't trouble me too much, but the section coming down, you really have to find the right sequence to get to the bottom of that successfully. Yeah. You have to do it again and again. And, um, it's kind of strange. It's like, again, I thought I, I didn't like the fact that, you know, it's another platforming section, but because it was a bit more unusual, it kind of works a little bit better because it really feels like you're trying you're trying to accomplish some unusual challenge that you know you're not necessarily used to. Um, um, although when it goes on for a while, I'm thinking, "Oh, for God's sakes!" <laughs> yeah, no, it really does. And I mean, like I said, I mean the the, the jumping puzzles. Either one, I, I did not do. I, I I had to do a friend. I had to have a friend do them. And you know, the the first one he he finished in about five minutes, and the second one he finished in about thirty seconds. I mean, he's he's. I mean, he he must just be like Colunio. He's just you know this is not difficult. I don't know why you think this is difficult. Um, and so I think you know to to some degree, um, you know maybe there's something there where uh, the 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 difficulty or not of of the puzzles and the fighting sequences are, are sort of in in a similar way. Um, similar to the, the, the transparency of the murder, because it's like, well, how could you not see these people did it? You know, like, this is so easy. I don't understand why you're having trouble with this at all. Mm. Um, maybe there's some sort of connection there that, that is not quite teased out as, as much as it should be, but is nevertheless there. Yes, that's right. Um, but at the, if you played, played that bit so quickly, um, you wouldn't have heard the music. Um, <laughs> after 30 seconds the music is barely spun out of the uh, initial intro um, but if you've been playing again and again the, you get a bit more of the music and I can't remember what it is now um, I think it's called a track called Goodbye mm. and uh, once that starts playing a little bit then you get a little bit more of the emotion coming through what that sequence is supposed to represent you know on top of the, the very stark phrase at the top which is stay together to the end and I that then starts to work in me in different ways. It's like I don't, the platforming doesn't annoy me so so much. It's more like I can feel like the importance 
the of of this situation you know these guys are how can they stay together through this difficult circumstance because bloody hell go we're finding the bottom of this thing together is bloody hard <laughs> yeah but, yeah but but the music and and that that stark heading worked for me very much and and i think that's something in a lot of colonial's work where where sometimes it's the con the, the, the kind of um the aesthetic theming of it is the thing that actually does it um like when you do the bit earlier on where you have to convince um dan to to, to go and kill susie's parents it says at the top it's very very stark it says make him do it it's very yeah. harsh i love that phrase and it's the picture of the holding of them holding hands and then the music plays up and it's very kind of like a bit sinister and it just works really well and he's always had a had a knack sometimes for choosing the right bits of music maybe a little bit of of the other graphics as well to make something work uh it rise above almost sort of like it's mechanical constraints yeah, and I think in a similar way, when you're playing one of the parents and you have to, it, it, it says at the top, "Don't die." Mm. You know, and it's it's just this very stark moment, and the 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 the, the art he's choosing um, to use in that moment is 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 you know pretty terrifying. Um, and of course, there is no way to to, to stop being killed. <laughs> so so there is there's a starkness to the game, which I think is also um, you know fairly admirable in a way. Um, so, uh, in the end, I guess we, we kind of liked it, uh, and there's, there's a lot, there's a lot to like here, but there's, there's also, there's also some stuff not to like, I guess. Yeah, I think, you know, in general, I mean, as a, as my first Colunio experience, um, it, this doesn't necessarily make me want to rush out and play more of his games, but at the same time, it, it, it doesn't not make me want to do that. Uh, you know, it's it kind of a kind of a cop out, but I think, you know, he's definitely got some interesting stuff going on here. And I think if if, if uh, uh, he's able to figure out how to better integrate the, the gameplay um, in the story, whether or not it's uh, the gameplay at least executed better or um, made easier. I think he, he may, he may have something. Um, but yeah, I liked it. I think. Okay. Well, I don't think I have uh, anything else to share then, uh, except, uh, Eric, I'd advise you to go and play, um, uh, beautiful escape at some point. Um, so well, I will do that right now. Okay. Okay. We'll listen in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you've got nothing else to say, I think we should just, uh, uh wave this one. Goodbye. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be back at you in in, uh, in another month. Thanks very much, everybody.